Welcome to today's edition of Collisions YYC. I'm your host, Tyler Chisholm. Today on the show, I sit down with Ms. Megan Zimmerman. Megan's the Director of Business Development at Calgary Economic Development. She's also a born and bred Calgarian whose passion for this city runs deep. She spent the last 12 years at CED traveling abroad, working locally to drive the economic future of our city forward. Join me for some insights, some honesty, and some candor around the future of Calgary. So to set the stage as we get into this episode a little bit, and uh, for the audience, maybe even for myself, can you give me just Cole's notes? What's Elevator Speech? Tell me, what what is Calgary Economic Development? Mm -hmm. So we're the Economic Development Agency for Calgary. We're in charge of promoting the the city, talking about what's awesome in Calgary, helping investors and companies and entrepreneurs really get a taste and a flavor of what's happening in Calgary. Um, Ultimately, we're, we're in charge of supporting attractions into the city. That means people and companies and investment. Uh, Equally so, supporting expansions of Calgary business. So we want to help Calgary businesses thrive, both locally, nationally, and internationally. So we have a lot of programs to support them doing that. Um, And we definitely are really at the heart of helping diversify the community. And so, you know, supporting the energy industry, all of the industries that are attached to our energy industry, uh, and certainly promoting and supporting all the other industries that we have a lot of strengths in that, you know, for a long time, people didn't recognize that, you know, we're certainly more than just energy. Um, yeah, something we, we're definitely going to talk about, we're going to talk about yes. today, because that's the story I think that needs to be, to be out there. Yeah. So when yeah. you talk about who's your, you know, going back to marketing speak, your target audience, mm-hmm. uh, obviously you've got a lot of stakeholders in the city, but it sounds like a lot of the work that you do is you're that envoy, you're going out around around the world to mm-hmm. escape. Hey, what's a Calgary kind of, yeah. I've Danielle Torrey was on. She said, you know, three, four years ago, people used to say, what's a Calgary. She goes, <laughs> last couple of years, I'm getting less of that. Yeah. <laughs> thinking we're a company for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know what? I think our most important stakeholder group is Calgarians. You know, this is our, this is our army of ambassadors. These are the storytellers of the city. These are the people that talk about Calgary in a positive light or not positive light. So we first and foremost want Calgarians to be engaged with us. We want them to be excited about the future. We want them to be asking questions. So they're armed with information when people are asking what's happening in Calgary and what's happening in certain industries. So that's a very important stakeholder group. And, and really, we are here to serve Calgarians. We're a, a city-funded agency, and, and that's an important, you know, uh, point to make. Um, but to your point, you know, you can't sell Calgary if you don't leave leave the city. So we do spend a lot of time in other provinces, other cities. I just came back from Japan. So we're spending a lot of time on the road uh, and promoting Calgary and Alberta and Canada in those international markets as, you know, really great places to invest with high quality talent um, and a bright future that is looking for those international collaboration partnerships. So, so yeah, we, we get the, the chance to hit the road and, and tell the story. And, and like you said, hopefully we don't get the looks of Calgary. I've never heard of you before. If we're, if we're doing our job right. Well, there is a little bit of, I certainly, even growing up, I'm, I'm from Montreal. I moved to, I moved to Alberta back in 2000. I really arguably didn't know much about Calgary, mm-hmm. the stampede. Mm-hmm. I, I travel a ton and I don't know how many times people are like, Oh, Calgary, is that the stampede? Like that's, we're known for that, mm-hmm. which is great, but it's, it's, it's a bit of a one dimensional view. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If people ever know anything about Calgary internationally, it's usually the energy sector and the stampede. Uh, quite often the 88 Olympics come up yes. um, as well. It's amazing how many people still remember that. And, and think fondly of, of our hosting of, of the games. Um, but we, you know, the closer we get to home, especially as we go into markets like the U.S., we want them to be thinking about us for a lot of other reasons as well and, and having a lot of strengths. No, absolutely. Telling, telling, telling the broader story, because, you know, lots of guests I've had on, like we have a branding problem, we have an awareness problem. Mm-hmm. I think there's always a degree of that because there's always mm-hmm. somebody that doesn't necessarily have the, have the full perspective. Just to get a little bit, you've been at CD for 12 years, mm-hmm. so that's an interesting perspective. How has the last five years been compared to the five years before that. Mm -hmm. As we move into this big T transformation question that we're going to get into here in a second. Yeah. You know, it's been challenging, right? It's challenging to see 
companies and people and families suffering. Um, and we know that the downturn in energy, um, we have higher unemployment, we have high office vacancy downtown, we have a property tax challenge. I mean, issues that are not unfamiliar to everybody in Calgary, that's challenging. And it's for people that are trying to, you know, put the positive spin and be optimistic about the future. You can't ignore those things. And, you know, I have a big heart. That's just hard to see uh, people in those positions. Because at so the end of the day, it comes back to humans. And exactly. if, human, if humans are these having are a hard time, that's terrible. Absolutely. You can so, think about, about economics and numbers and forecasts, but yes. these, are, these are humans yeah. having, having a less than optimal experience. And when we have these, you know, really talented, educated, experienced um, people, you know, a lot of engineering talent in Calgary, yes. and they can't find a job or a job that really utilizes their skill set, that's... Are heartbreaking, right? So it's I would say it what it's what gets us back to work in the morning. It gets us out of bed. We're motivated to you know be part of the solution and work with this community on what's next and make people feel like they are. There is a compelling reason to be in Calgary and to lean in and be part of the solution. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think if if you didn't have that passion for Calgary and you weren't optimistic, it would be a tough job to be in. But you know. I would say most of us are born. Well, you guys are always, yeah, you're always living about the future will be better than yes. today. And, and we can't change the past, right? Uh, the future no, we, we can. still can We can, have we can learn from it, though. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, you're abs- absolutely right, Tyler. So. so so bringing in the big the big T word, that's yes. one of these, I think, uh, we used to have a corporate swear jar around here, and I think transformation, <laughs> like innovate, like you could go in the corporate yes. swear jar, it gets thrown around a lot, but it also is real. And Calgary is, we are transforming, we're changing. Mm-hmm. So from your perspective in the world that you live in, what does that word transformation mean mm-hmm. to you in reference to Calgary mm-hmm. uh, up to today, but more importantly, like, I like what you said. Let's talk about the future, where we're headed. Yeah. Transformation is a word that I know, yes, yeah, some people get a little uncomfortable with. I think it's important that Calgarians understand that the way we're looking at transformation is building on our strengths. This is not about ignoring or turning our backs on where we've come from. It's about acknowledging those strengths, the successes we've had, the failures we've had, really leveraging all those all those lessons and, and foundational elements of, of where we've come from um, to, I would say, kind of position ourselves for the future. Um, the economic strategy for Calgary we, that we are the stewards of really does uh, is trying to do that. We really want to be the city of choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, and it's very much on building on those strengths. And I think that's important, especially as we talk about the energy sector. Um, we have learned so many tremendous things. We've had so much success in energy. And, you know, when you start talking about innovation, which often is a buzzword that goes it, with it transformation. Is, it's, a, it's another one of those. It, uh, but it's still real. You know, it's still a real thing. 100%. And, and, I mean, the energy industry is a great example of innovative thinking for decades. And so it's helping people acknowledge that. And that that same thinking that helped us be really successful in the production and exploration of oil and gas will help us be very successful in the energy transition and the transformation of that industry as well as our entire economy. Um, and I think it's important p- people understand that we're really talking about everything. It's not an either or, and it's not, let's talk about where we've been and it's something new. It's, it's really building on what we're already good at. I think it's easy to do because there is a bit of a sense of loss. There yes. was kind of this unspoken agreement, you know, like even talking about the engineers, we'll just use that as an example. I went mm-hmm. to school, I did my thing. I'm going to go get my job in an oil and gas. I'm going to work. I'm going to have a couple exits. I'm going to make some money. Life will be great. And this is an, this is kind of this social contract had been agreed mm-hmm. upon in Calgary for uh, how many 50 years, 80 years, and that's changed. So when you talk about the strengths and that transition, I guess where are you seeing it working? Because it's it's a nice philosophy, and I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm going to push on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. When you're in the nuts and bolts of seeing what's happening every day of these individuals that are tooled up and skilled in this area with a lot of like deep technical proficiency, mm-hmm. now cross-pollinating into other industries, where are you really seeing it working? Like Where are the wins that you've seen tangibly? Mm-hmm. So I think part of the energy story that doesn't get told a lot is how we're leveraging all those strengths and all that skilled talent to be expanding what we mean by energy. And so we have okay. some of the best 
renewable energy resources in the world in Alberta. We have really smart engineers, a lot that have worked in oil and gas as well as renewables, developing those resources. Um, we're on track to build the biggest solar farm in the country. We've built two of the biggest wind farms in the country, uh, led by Calgary companies, and people don't know that. And then no, further, that, that story's not getting out no, there. No, no, and that's it's an and story. It's like look at the oil reserves we have, look at what we're doing in the oil and gas sector, look at the net carbon goals that are that are out there. In addition to look at what we're doing in terms of developing our renewables, and then all the enabling technologies, which is I think really the sexy part, right? What does it look like to be looking at geothermal opportunities and bioenergy opportunities? Because wow, as the province, we have all of those. We're blessed. We're, we're blessed with all those assets. Um, and so on the technology side, it's, it's all, you know, what the industry is, uh, oil and gas industry is really rallying around right now around carbon capture utilization, you know, better technologies for safety of their workers and remote, uh, remote sites and locations, you know, water remediation, you know, methane uh, capture, you name it. I mean, there's a lot of technology in oil and gas. And in addition to renewables, right, we need a lot of the energy storage and smart grid. You start to see blockchain applications uh, gets, you know, it, it's really exciting. And so I think... No, it kind of on and on and on. And I love that where yeah, you can keep going. But I think that's a, that's a great story for Alberta, right? It's not just about exporting products. It's about exporting knowledge, technologies, and our expertise. And we've demonstrated we can do it. And just think how cool it'd be if Albertans were talking about us as the world leader in clean technology, energy technologies, renewables, oil and gas, value-added products. Like, that's a, that's a good story. It is, and absolutely, it is. It makes makes me a little bit excited. Just makes me, <laughs> makes me stand up a little bit straighter as a, as a very proud uh, Albert and Calgarian. Is it happening? Like we're talking about the future, and I know it's, mm-hmm. there's little bits. And what I've seen in some of my own experiences, there's a lot of little pockets, but they seem mm-hmm. a bit disconnected. Would you guys fast forward into the future? Are you seeing these certain industries and these kind of evolutions of hey, we know this, let's apply it over here? Do you guys have some optics in terms of how you see that coming together to create something with a little bit more weight, a little more mass to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think it's happening. Uh, I don't think that we're talking about it across silos. It's you know, it's often a communication challenge, yeah. not the, the a reality. That's my observation. It feels a bit pillared right now. Yeah, and and I think you know, it's and I hate to harp on energy, but it's it's such a, a key topic and and you know, focus right now for most Calgarians in this community, whether you're passionate or not passionate about, you know, the the future of what's happening. But um, you know, we just it's not an either or conversation, right? It is an and. And you see the rhetoric in government, in policy, in the public very much about we have to talk about either or and one is cannibalizing the other. You know, this is an and story and we should be embracing that because there's very few places in the whole world that can talk about oil and gas and renewable energy and value add and technology development in one place in such a concentration of locations. So so I think it's happening. I don't think there's acknowledgement and, and I you know it makes me really happy to see some of the the energy leaders talking about it. There's lots of great examples. The CEO of Shell was just talking about it you know you have local companies like green gay power talking about the end and you know they're developing renewables but they're certainly not saying we're the only way forward we know it's an energy mix um i think that's really important so it's i think it's bubbling up to the influencers you know how is our government leader talking leaders talking about it and people that have i think larger audiences um i agree it's a nursing dynamic this either or kind of thing that's happening actually uh, i forget a gentleman's name right now it's bugging me but i had the he's the head of the um uh, Renewable Association for uh, Alberta called me and he said, hey, I've heard your show. I want to be on mm. because he goes, I have this misconception. People see me and they go, oh, you must be against oil and gas. He's like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Or you must have voted a certain way politically. He's like, no, don't assume that just because. But there's become this interesting on in our society. We put this on the one side. I won't say left or right. And we put something on the other side. That's so limiting when mm-hmm. you know energy as a concept is not going away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Alberta, you're right, has such a background in it. 
from CED's perspective, where do you guys, are we doing a good job at helping that transition of like either bringing new people? Cause you need, you need new skill sets to do mm-hmm. this. We've got this backbone of, of something we've created. I've often heard it's like, yeah, but it's not just that easy to pivot or it's not that easy to jump over. Are you guys, mm-hmm. obviously what involvement do you guys have there in mm-hmm. terms of that transitioning? Yeah. So I think one of the greatest opportunities we have right now in positioning new investment opportunities into Alberta is the digitization of our industrial sectors. So we have energy, uh, okay. we have agriculture, we have, you know, transportation and logistics and, and you know, uh, life sciences and a lot of industries that are really undergoing this digital overhaul and, you know, industry 4.0, yes. you, you could call it. Um, that's a really exciting thing. And all there's a lot of converging of those companies in this province. Um, but there's new ideas and technologies that we don't have the answers for. And so the opportunity for new investment, new companies, entrepreneurs being attracted to Calgary is saying, did you know that $18.5 billion is going to be spent on this industrial digitization in the next three years in Alberta by Alberta companies? Yeah, I love that. That's been floating around the last yeah, couple of weeks. Like that's Absolutely, that's yeah. a calling card, right? That starts to get people pretty excited about working on real world problems, right? It's about working on energy solutions and food solutions and, you know, the movement of, of goods and people. Like, that's the real life thing. So you can work on those problems in Calgary right. and be part of the solution. Um, and that helps us attract technology companies from the biggest markets in the world, in Asia, in the U.S., other parts of Canada. Um, and so that's that's pretty exciting. And, and we think that's probably conservative, that $18.5 billion. Okay. And, and, you know, that, that's, certainly that's, that's exciting. That's an exciting. Number. Yeah. And only a portion of that is in energy. A lot of the rest of it is in creative industries, life sciences, agribusiness and other industries. So, you know, we know the technology is, is not a sector. It's certainly an overlay and an enabler in every other industry. And that is really where, where we're going because we have those concentration of industry in Alberta. I think that's such a good observation, good point that you made because it's so easy to go oh, digital transformation and yeah. to think of it as just tech, but you're right. What is it applying to? Yeah. What problem is tech solving? Right. Absolutely. It's not yeah. tech for the sake of tech. Correct. And there's a couple, there's some companies I know, Jeff LaFranz I had on the show from BizWorks yes. talking about, it's like, Tyler, we don't run around with technology trying to solve a problem. We try to understand problems and 100%. then go to the shelf and pull the technology. And that's, it's an easy not to look at it that way because technology is shiny. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, it'll solve all of our problems. Uh, what problems are those? So, so let's understand the problem. Yeah. And I think that it's easy not to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you guys look out globally, do you have any examples or uh, I guess who are who are our role models or your role models where wow there's a there's a there's a geographic area there's a city that's gone through something similar to what we've mm-hmm. gone through that maybe had some of these different backbones in, built in? Do you guys have any that stand out or that you look mm-hmm. at as like wow look how they did it? Mm-hmm. It's a great question, and you know when cities go through these economic downturns and challenges. We're not the first one to do that. It's not the first time for Calgary. And there's certainly other cities and communities that have had to go through that. Um, I know our city council, the leadership at Calgary Economic Development, and a lot of other leaders in the community have spent a lot of time trying to understand what those other communities have done. The Detroits, the Pittsburghs uh, come top of mind, you know, where we've invited those mayors and former mayors to Calgary and said, you had one or two major industries. Those industries were challenged. Obviously, auto manufacturing is yes. is a common yeah, one that comes industry, to mind. There's lots of exactly. Really, just went away. They exactly. Never, they never did come back in their, in their prior glory. Right. And so what are the things you did to inspire the community, support other industries, and really kind of bring your community back to life and, and in kind of inject that new energy, um, you could say. So so we are having those conversations where, you know, the, some of the things that we're dealing with are a little bit unique to Calgary, and it's figuring out solutions that make sense for this community and, and the people we have, but there's lots of lessons to be learned, and we are having those conversations. We do a lot of benchmarking in economic development because 
Okay. You know, ultimately, you know, we're in the business of foreign direct investment and business expansion and retention. So is every other community in the world. And so there's lots of lessons to be learned. When I was in Japan a few weeks ago, I was with counterparts from 13 Canadian cities. And so as much as it was about promoting Calgary and talking to investors about opportunities back home, I spent a lot of time talking to Vancouver and Winnipeg and Toronto and Waterloo about how do you guys focus on this and what do you do to solve this problem That's and, interesting. and sharing best practices because we at the end of the day we all you know we want to support each other and we want Canada to win and then of course our provinces and, and cities so when you're out doing those trade missions is that what you would call it is that a trade mission this was an investment mission because okay we yeah, didn't I don't bring, want to use that incorrectly trade yeah. mission would be more if we're bringing companies with us on okay. the road yes, which okay. we also do Thank this you. was more focusing on and I know yeah you guys investment. have done that I've heard stories yes. about that so it's interesting because you're kind of telling a Canadian story like if you look at the yeah. brand because Canada is kind of uh, a house of brands no a branded house a little bit both I love those mm-hmm. terms because you've got Canada sitting above, but then you've got each province that, yeah. uh, and then each city that yeah. arguably has its different opportunities and all going through challenges. And, and you can't show up in an international market like Japan and talk about Calgary because they may not know anything about Calgary absolutely. if they've even heard of us, right? So you do need to talk about Canada as a... A we great, do have the Rockies going for us, though. Like, yes. Yeah, the Banff helps because they yeah. often people will Their sleep. coffee table books are our backyard, <laughs> yes. like just to be clear. They say, I've never been to Calgary. And we, you say, have you been to Banff? And they say, yes. And I'm like, then you've been to Calgary. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to make sure they don't I, just I think don't want our city looked at as an airport, though. <laughs> I know. We don't either, but uh, yes. you kind of laugh because internationally, especially in Asia, a lot of people have been to Lake Louise and Banff. So we can leverage it because it's Abs- uh, something abs- that they think very fond of. Played your, played your strengths. Mm. Yeah. And... So now maybe some of the reality. From your mm-hmm. perspective, what are we not doing well? What's mm-hmm. not working? This isn't about being negative, but it's also about being honest. Because yeah. you can't have a real conversation if you, just, yeah. if you just talk about the shiny bits. Yeah. What's not working? Mm. Yeah, so, you know, looking at the end of 2019 as we are now, it's very easy to, you know, acknowledge there's, a, there's too much negativity out there, right? And, there is. and so what I always say is, you know, you pick up the paper, you read a lot of media sources, it's easy to talk about, you know, challenges in the energy sector, particularly, um, you know, very unhappy Albertans, the Wexit move it, movement comes yes, to mind. Know, that's a whole, you know, you think about it, if you that's think a whole about it, conversation. The, yeah, it's another conversation. But it, for me, I'm thinking big picture long term. You know, how does that help us be an attractive place for investment? We have huge demand on technology talent. You know, we've seen a lot of the tech companies yes. hosting job fairs on the weekend just to attract people into well, I was talking, high-tech I, jobs. I, I had a post about it, and one of the, the CEOs came on and said, like, we had 1,000 people in, and we had 300 people at the door that we couldn't get in. Right. Like, that's a great story. Right. That's a, you and know. a lot of those would be Calgarians that are looking to transition and get back to work. But if I was a, you know, a data scientist in Toronto or Vancouver, and maybe I was from Calgary and wanted to come home, and you hear about Wexit, that's not going to make me excited about coming back to my home province, no, right? No, like, it wouldn't. That's challenging. So I would say when you ask what's not working, you know, that sentiment of fatalistic and, and trying to kind of, in, in a way for me, it feels looking backwards and not forwards. That's challenging, right? So that's something that, you know, we have to address every day. No, I appreciate your honesty on that, yep. right? If we're trying to tell this global story, yeah. that's kind of a bl- bit of a black eye. It's it, like, oh, it I, is. It's because it's, it it's political unrest. It's instability, you know, and in Canada, political instability just means a lot of rhetoric. In other parts of the world, it yeah. means, means a lot of, like, very very bad things. Yeah, definitely counter to the messages we're trying to talk about being, a, you know, yeah. the youngest population in the country, highly educated, you know, innovative, really cool city with a lot of cultural and uh, amenities and, and other aspects. And then they see that and they're like, that doesn't just, that doesn't jive for me. And unfortunately, me, so. those things do rise to the top. They do. Negative, they, they take, the, they take the headlines. So that's that's challenging. We already addressed polarization. Um, again, it's a negative approach. It's about an and, not an or. So polarization on energy is obvious, but other topics, that's that's not getting us anywhere. 
Um, I think another challenge for me is, you know, you see a lot of leadership in the business community of people saying, we know the industries are changing. We know digitization is coming. We may not have all the answers. We're going to host hackathons. We want to partner with companies in Silicon Valley. We want to look at these collaborations. We want to hire different kind of people. They're really looking forward. There still are some industry leaders that I would say are more looking backwards. Let's just dig our heels okay, in. Let's hope for things to get back to the way they were. The hold our breath strategy. And I think a it bit. comes from fear, right? They're just not sure. The, like when you hear words like blockchain and IoT and AI, people are like, I, I, "What are you talking about?" Right? And of what course. does that mean to me as a trucking company or as a pharmaceutical company? And it means a lot to you, but if you don't understand and lean into what the future holds by bringing in new ideas, that's challenging. So for me, that's you know, I, I, I gravitate towards the leadership in this community that is saying. We're, we understand where the future's going. We want to be on that train. And we don't have all the answers, but here's wh- how we're going to get them. So I think that's really important. Um, and then I would say the last thing is, and I would say it's starting to resonate, but you know, we have this unbelievable talent base and workforce in Calgary. And when you see a thousand people show up at a high-tech job fair, they understand that they don't have the skills today and they want to talk to the employers about where they need to go with that skill set. But there are still people saying, you know, I'm not interested in upskilling. I'm not going back to school. Those people, Some of those people have been out of work for a long time. And so, so again, uh, yeah, it's, it's an attitude thing, right? But we need the acknowledgement that the future has changed and individuals and companies, we want to be part of that change. Um, that's really important. So I think people that don't have that attitude are going to be left behind. And that's, that's just the reality. And, and you, I think what you said was, that's not a Calgary thing. That's a global no, thing. The it world is, a global is changing. Thing. I had Ray DePaul on from Mount Royal and he said that, he said something, a stat that blew me away. I've reset it a bunch of times. He said, when he sits down with a 20 year old and he said, they're like, what's your future? He said, you can plan to change wholesale, change your career five to seven times in the course of your career. So if it's not, you're not resilient, you're not curious, you're not mm-hmm. resourceful. Those are the skills you need. Whatever you tool up for now, no in four to five years will probably be disrupted and you have to change. That's a very different mindset and very scary for a lot mm-hmm. of people. And unfortunately, I had Jim Gibson on. I think he was the he was the first guest I had on Collisions, and he talked about you know, yes, all this change that's great, but it starts with the individuals. Mm-hmm. And if you're not prepared to change, there's not much the world around you can do no. except just kind of leave you, <laughs> like like kind of get left behind. Well, you see in the business community what happens when you know, and I mean the classic example is like a Kodak or a Blockbuster, right? I was like, it you got to throw Blockbuster. It's in almost there for become sure. just yeah, uh, uh, you know, a, a very common analogy, right? You don't want to be a Blockbuster, right? And that's what happens when you you're totally. afraid to lean into what the you know the future is here and you're not acknowledging that. You're and in that case, you have all the resources, you have all the information, you have all the funds. You could have changed. You yeah. just chose not to. And then the world give you a big left hook, <laughs> right? The chin. Well, and I, I think for me, when I hear people with that kind of sentiment, I think, oh my gosh, we have, there's so few places in the world that have the quality of life, the quality of talent. Um, we have, we're just so fortunate as Calgarians. Like we could be and do anything we want. But it's if we don't have a collective collaborative attitude and yes. if we don't have um, that positive excite, kind of excitement for the future, you know, we won't get there. Like in my mind, it's ours to lose. Like the future is ours to lose. And we could play a tremendous role as a, as a heavyweight globally in a lot of industries, including energy and energy technology and renewable energy. But we need the will. Right. And that, like you said, that's, that's hard, right? It is. It is because now you're, you teach. now you're getting down to individual belief structures yeah. and that's, that's tough to change on a one-on-one basis. Yeah. I've often looked at other cities and Montreal city where I grew up in and I hold in a warm place and like Montreal for a long time, just kind of struggled along. It had all these great things going for it, but just economically from political unrest and it wasn't awesome. Then all of a sudden the last bunch of years I've heard, well, there's this whole AI emergence that came under there and it can be tracked back to the university, tracked back to almost one professor, one prof. Do you see, or do you have any optics? around 
like who, not, I'm not asking for a person, but what can bring us together? Like, you know, almost like we strive for leadership. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific group? And I know CD is leading a powerful role, but maybe in the business community or in academia, do you see anywhere that that can be brought together? Because it almost feels like we need this lightning rod or this rallying point. It feels mm-hmm. a little bit scattered right now. Yeah. I don't know. That's a big, broad question. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not it is. sure. And I, you know, I think that a lot of us play that role, right? And whether you have a high profile presence in the community or you're working for one of these companies doing great work. Um, I think for me, what, you know, when you talk about lightning rod and looking for sources of inspiration, it's looking at some of our, our major industrial players like a Suncor and seeing what, you know, they, there's been talking about, um, you know, a very large renewable energy project that they're building in Alberta, like seeing that's, that's exciting to see those companies acknowledging that they're, you know, they're diversifying, they're, they're building on the strengths, they're looking at new opportunities for long-term prosperity for their business, um, you know, I love to talk about the story of ShareWorks, uh, which was once called Solium. You know, we have a billion dollar tech company in Calgary. Uh, it's a no, fintech that, company that, that, that nobody talks about. Right. And so, it's so you know, interesting. so Why? when you say, Why what are that? you good at? You guys are just energy. And I'm like, we have a, no, you know, Morgan not, Stanley not bought a Calgary fintech, you know, financial technology company for a billion dollars. They're committed to this community. They're growing here. They're hiring here. They're developing technology that's in a completely different industry than energy. And what a great story. Not only did they, did they get sold, but they stayed in this market. 100%. Because there is sometimes, I know the challenge is something, a, a company gets acquired and then they leave this market or their technology mm-hmm. leaves. Versus staying here, that's what you need a few of those because yeah. the spinoffs. I was I forget who I had on, but talking about Waterloo, and they like there's these exits, but then people stayed and then mm-hmm. spun up something else, and it just the relationships, the skills, the money, everything starts to flourish. Huge part in, of our ecosystem, pool. right? We want those people to reinvest in the community. Yes. We want them to start new businesses. We want with their them to money mentor. and their skills and their skills. Very yeah. important, right? That and that's when you talk about an ecosystem. That's what we mean. It's not just enough to have these companies, but you want those that recirculation of ideas and wealth and. Um, um, you know, new companies uh, to be. Yeah, it's it's going created. back. It's going back in. Yeah, and when you talk, you go to a market like Silicon Valley or into Seattle. Every entrepreneur with a great company and a great idea, they're on their fourth company, and they probably exited the first three, right? Yes. And, and they're and, surrounded by mentors that have done it yes. as many times as them. And I've had a few younger, more tech startups on here, and they said that's mm-hmm. the challenge: is there's not necessarily as many people that have stepped on the landmines that I'm about to step on to yes. say, "Whoa, hey, ooh, maybe step a little to the left," because we've yeah. already stepped on that before. They said that's a bit challenging because we need a couple mm-hmm. rounds to get. It. I heard something the other day. I was talking to uh, Dan Jurescu from mm-hmm. uh, TerraHub. Dan's great guy, great great teacher. He always has good talking points. And he said, well, if you look at it, we're only about 18 to 24 months in. I said, well, what do you mean? He goes, because the first two or three years, we thought it was just going to go away. And we thought it would just go back to normal. So if you look at this evolution, he goes, from a two-year perspective, it's pretty early days. Mm-hmm. It just gave me a different perspective of, yeah, we have all the ingredients for the cake, but it's going to take a little longer mm-hmm. to bake it. And patience is not something I think we're all great at as business leaders. Uh, and you know what, Tyler, that's a great point because I think something that I use to resonate with entrepreneurs and tech founders in other markets is, you know, Calgary's story is still being written. And there's a lot of markets like Toronto or Vancouver where they're more established. They certainly have more companies and and recirculation of those ideas. And, and that gives them some great strengths. But, you know, you can come here and really make an impact in Calgary. You can be part of the transformation story and the diversification story. And I think for a lot of people we're seeing people that want to come back. They're like, we see that the community needs me. And, and I, you know, I've spent, I've talked to someone the other day and they've been in Boston and they're like, you know, Calgary's home. I want to come back. I want to be part of the future. And I want to be part of writing that story. And for people that really have the love for this community, um, I think that's an attractive opportunity to be here now because the community does need you. We need your ideas. We need your money. We need your mentorship. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I think it's a great time to repatriate back back home. I think there's a really powerful message in what you just said. You go to an established market. I know myself, I moved here from Montreal, built an advertising agency, grew up people like, oh, could you have done this in Montreal? I'm like, I don't know. It's established. It's a little bit like old school ingrained. It would have been mm-hmm. way harder. That sense of if you've got that drive to create something new, going to an established market yeah, arguably there's opportunities, but there's not those gaps. There's not like Calgary still has that space to be an entrepreneur and really mm-hmm. kick over a new idea. And people, I love here because people will give you a chance. That's always been yeah. my filter on Calgary. It's like, oh, you have value. I have value. Yeah. Well, let's create value together. All you need is a good idea. And, yeah. There's and a sense of abundance here, hard. mindset. Even in this downturn, there's still a, we can do this together versus like, no, this is mine. Stay over, yeah. stay over there. Which again, I've worked in other cities. We have an office in Toronto. I love it. It's just very different than here. Yeah. And, and I've lived in Calgary my whole life but talking to companies that we're working with in other markets, I'll say it's so different. I, you know, I'm touring Canada. I'm looking for a place to open an office. I've just come from a Toronto or a Vancouver and they're like, it's different here. And every single time when I say, how's your, how's your tour been across the country? Like it's different. The attitude is different. People's willingness to help me. They don't know me. I just showed up and asked for some, you know, some help and people open up their Rolodex and their mind with ideas and they're making connections like after the first meeting. And that's, and that's interesting for you guys. And we're going to get into it a little bit here in the second round. What do we measure and what do we look at? Like what's our mm-hmm. dashboard? That's a hard thing to put on a dashboard, but it's it very is. real. And unless you come here and experience it, it's like, oh yeah, okay. You guys are nicer or you're friendlier. No, it's real. <laughs> you know, I had someone the other day, they're like, I was in an elevator and someone said hi to me. And it was kind of weird. They're from Montreal. They're like, no one says hi to you in an elevator. It's like right away you're on guard. And then the next person got in, they also said hi. They're like, this is different. But how do you measure that? Even mm-hmm. though it's very palpable. I, I, th- I think the same. I'm very I'm, proud of it actually. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I mean, even you're out on a pathway in another city and in Calgary, you always say hello. I say hello in other cities and people kind of give me a look like, is that person okay? <laughs> <laughs> you get, like, yeah. oh, I guess I'm not at home anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, but still, I, I, don't change. Don't yeah, change. Keep, no, keep doing that. And you know, and you can, there's all sorts of uh, great analogies for that, right? It's the Business gets done on a handshake. It's the it Western does. hospitality, but it is a real thing, and people from the city know that at, at its at its culture. I agree. Let's let's not lose that. It's a it's a great All thing. Right. So here's a scenario: you and I are going to partner with some of these amazing technology companies. We're going to create this amazing dashboard, this visualization of data using all this these technology resources we have, and we're going to look at the Calgary dashboard and create it. What things would you put on that dashboard to know that we're on the right path? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. There, there's certainly lots of signals that we're on the right path, right? I think, you know, our ability to continue attracting, you know, smaller companies that people haven't heard of, as well as, you know, big names, you know, from other parts of the world, I think that's a good sign that the investment climate is positive, that they want to be part of that digital transformation, that they want to access uh, and work with our really, you know, high-quality talent here, um, and they believe in, in being a part of this, the future of this economy. So I think that's really important. Um, another sign that we're on the right track, you know, our, our unemployment rate is too high. You know, this okay. is very unusual. That's a, for that's Calgary. a real number for, yes. It's a real Especially number. Especially for Calgary. Like I remember when it was like 1%. Exactly. Less than we 1%. used to be the opposite where it was like so tight that yes. if you showed up, you got a job. We have way too many people not working or underemployed, you know, maybe working, but not, you know, in a, in a job that they were once in. And so I think there's a huge focus right now from a lot of the community, the post-secondary certainly, and, and Calgary Economic Development on how do we take this amazing talent and help them transition? And, and sometimes it's a two or three month transition, right? Upskilling, retraining, whatever you would call it, so that they're well positioned for the future opportunities because they're changed. And even within, you know, maybe they came from an energy company. Energy companies need to hire a lot of data science and software development because yes. that's yeah. the, how their industry has evolved. So even within the companies, they're looking for different skill sets. We want Calgarians uh, to certainly be 
well positioned for getting those jobs. We also want all of, you know, when you ask how would we know we get there, we don't want brain drain. So when all these people are graduating from all of our post-secondaries in Calgary, they're staying. <laughs> and I've talked to some of them where they think, well, you know, I'm a computer science. I'm going to have to go to Toronto. And I'm like, no, you're not. This is, this is the best place for you to, you know, build and grow your career. Um, and so retaining that talent coming out of our post-secondaries will be another really important metric to know that, you know, the message is clear, the opportunities are diverse, and those people want to want to stay in this community. Okay, that's a solid. Um, I think that's really important. You start to see events and conferences. You know, we hosted one of the big biggest gaming conferences here in Banff in October called Reboot, to bring, brought some of the best game studios in the world and digital media studios to Alberta. Those are good signs, right? You get those people in your backyard. You can showcase what we have. We can showcase our talent. Uh, that's really important, right? It's not just kind of the business as usual. I mean, of course, we're going to be a place for oil and gas events, but when you start to see an energy storage conference in Calgary or a gaming conference, that's those are good signs and opportunities we should not miss out to really help them understand what's happening here. It's not. Just I like a- what you said about having having events or things that not that oil, having oil and gas conferences is. It's not bad. It's great, but it's expected. It's like, right. oh, see, yeah, that's exactly what I thought of you. Yeah. Bringing in these things like gaming, bringing in, I've been recently chatting some gentlemen in Toronto uh, about bringing the Mesh Conference, which is a digital transformation conference. Mm-hmm. It's been in Toronto its whole life. They're actually thinking about moving it to Calgary because they said if you look at the numbers around opportunity for transformation, mm-hmm. Calgary has the biggest gap. So therefore, it's going to be the next biggest wave of digital transformation. Yes. I was like, wow, like I got excited about what a nice way mm-hmm. to think about it. And they're now bringing this global event here to associate mm-hmm. with that. Those are to all little mini indicators yeah. that, oh, by the way, hey, maybe you should look at Calgary in a different way. Yeah. And, you know, we're not shy. I mean, Collision is one of the largest tech conferences also. Yes. Good name for your podcast. Yes, yes. I've realized that. Um, and so Calgary showed up at Collision this past year in Toronto in a big way. So I, saw, much, I saw some of the videos. So much so that the mayor of Toronto sent a note to the mayor of Calgary, our, our mayor Nancy, and said, oh, well done, sir. You guys really made an impact. So oh, we, nice. know, we knew those little notes go a long way. They do, right? And so, true. The event wasn't in Calgary, and it may be difficult for them to come to Calgary. Uh, they're they're committed to Toronto for a few years, but we showed up significantly with politicians, with entrepreneurs, with investors, yeah. with government agencies, and people notice. They're like, Calgary is here, and this is not a place we'd expect you to be. So we're not uh, we're not shy about going. I love and sticking the world. your sticking your nose in where you're not expected to be. That's great. <laughs> and you'll be seeing a lot more from us uh, in that regard next year. Oh, can you give us a little hint? Or yeah, you yeah, said. You said that with a glint in your yes, eye. Yes, yeah. We have, uh, we have a marketing campaign, uh, talent attraction campaign going into the market, uh, many markets, called Live Tech, Love Life. And yes. that's, that's the tag. It started to be socialized here in Calgary, but you will see yeah. us in airports I and saw billboards. See, I and saw one of your presentations. Bathroom there, and there signage and you know social media and really everywhere that we're trying to, to help change perceptions of Calgary, but also promote what is happening around technology in this market. Because we want, like I said, it's whether you're from here and you want to come home or you've just, you know, you love skiing in the mountains and you're, you know, you've kind of considered Calgary or you want to work on one of these real world problems. This is the place for you. So we are going to be very bold with that message next year. We, we know that what's the, it, we need to do it. The community's told us we need to do it. Um, and we're excited about playing that role in, in helping change perceptions of Calgary. And we hope Calgarians and businesses here will really be attracted to that campaign and, and help us amplify that message uh, far and wide because it's, it's really important. It's, the time is now and, and, and um, we're, we're going Well, it's great big. to hear because I, I love what you said. I, in, our, in our world, and I've drawn this up many times for CEOs, they always 
marketing campaigns. You focus on this elusive group that you don't know that's way out there. Mm-hmm. But you can't forget that the first people you're influencing with that campaign are mm-hmm. usually your team. And in this case, it's Calgarians. Yep. So I'm going to get excited about this campaign living here. And then hopefully somebody who doesn't know, you know, maybe knows what a Calgary is, but never looked at us a certain mm-hmm. way, thinking about the depth and reach of a campaign like that. And it's what the community tells us all the time. People don't know our story. People don't yeah, understand totally. what we're doing. They haven't heard about us. So we can leverage all those great stories to bring yeah. that campaign. We have to a life. bit of a brand problem. We definitely have a bit of an awareness problem. Yes. But those things can be, can be, you know, with, with a concerted effort. So I'm glad. Yes. You, and I've seen a hint of that campaign. I saw a billboard image of it the other yes. day at one of your, at a CD presentation. And it's like, ah. and then they describe like, this isn't about the technology sector. It's about the underpinning of this lifestyle and what it creates and Absolutely. all the industries that it can transform. It's so and easy to look can... at tech as just a thing, but no, it's a, it's mm-hmm. a wave that influences everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that you know, people I think would be very excited to learn, and including, like I said, local, you know, new grads coming out of our post-secondaries that you can work on world-class fintech technologies, robotics, artificial intelligence, you know, big data and uh, IoT, all here in Calgary. Like, there's lots and lots of companies doing some really cool things, blockchain. Um, I had a conversation here. with the, the uh, CEO, David, from uh, FredSense, mm-hmm. talking about, he goes, do you know that Calgary produces some of the best biotech PhDs and master level students in the country? Mm-hmm. But they feel they have to leave because there's no industry yeah. here. So he goes, we chose to be here specifically because there's an amazing talent pool. Yeah. And I'm like, boom, hey, I nev- I just never knew that. No one yeah. ever heard me talking about it. And he talked about strategically being in Calgary because the talent is so good. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to leave, but they feel that they quote unquote have to, talking about brain drain. I mm-hmm. love that as an indicator because if that, if that, I'm picturing this dashboard yes. Now in my mind, I'm very visual. This <laughs> dashboard is like, no, the indicate starts going down yes. where the net new migration starts going up yeah. and all these things start happening. And yeah. I would say another indicator too is, is what does that investment look like? And it's like we talked about the reinvestment from, but you know, you want to see investment. I mean, there's a lot of studies. Albert Enterprise does a study on deal flow. The Alberta Clean Tech Industry Alliance does a, you know, deal flow into clean tech. So we want to see you know, companies and great ideas don't grow without capital. And we know yes. this we is need a that. We need province. to put some fuel on the fire. Yeah. yeah. And so seeing that money coming and not, you know, that they have to leave Calgary and Alberta to get that money and go to other markets, that our local investment community understands those sectors. And, and in some ways, there's an education gap because we've invested in energy and traditional energy for so long. Yes. You bring some really out of the box, you know, blockchain technology for renewable energy and investor kind of is like, let's, before we can talk about a deal, we need to talk about what are you, what is exactly are you doing? So, so um, that's, you know, we'll know that we're on the right track when we start to see that money flowing from investors and companies in this province into those entrepreneurs and those high-tech companies um, with those new ideas. Fuel, fueling our own cycle. 100%, yeah. yeah. And then they don't have to leave the market because if they get investment from, let's say, an investor down in Silicon Valley, there's also a high likelihood they're going to be asked to relocate. Yes. And we, you know, we don't want that. We want those companies to stay here. This is the industry. They're not going to work on a carbon capture utilization technology in the valley they're going to work on it in alberta yes they need money in alberta and they need to stay here and grow here tap but going back to capitalizing on where we come from yes. and all of that intellectual capital that's you know sitting there sitting around some of it just on the sidelines mm-hmm. waiting to be explored or exploited for, that, for yes. that matter so obviously i'm in calgary like there's so many things you can do uh, outside travel look at the world if I'm in Calgary and I want to get inspired, is there any events? Is there any people like, cause this is collisions is all about colliding different things mm-hmm. together. So if I'm listening to this podcast, I'm like, wow, I want to get involved. I'm, I want to get off the couch yeah. or get out from behind my desk. Is there any specific events or people in Calgary that you would recommend that people either reach out to connect with or get involved with? Mm-hmm. So we have the great opportunity at Calgary Economic Development to be a bit of a hub. So we know about a lot of events in many industries. We put on a lot of our own. We support and get involved in other people's events. So I would say, you know, an easy way to feel connected to what's happening and some of the things I'm talking about would be to sign up for the 
Calgary Economic Development Newsletter. We have a great little yep. headline piece that we send out a couple times a month. You know, we're very active on social media. So we're promoting energy events, agriculture events, these technology events or blockchain events. You guys, that's what community. I like because you're, agno- you're agnostic in the yeah, sense we're that, that it's whatever's Conduit going. connector, yeah, right? Okay. And so I think, I think we are a great place if you're saying, I don't know about what's going on in the city and I want to be more involved. And I've never been to a agriculture event or an ag tech event. You know, sign up for to be communicated, you know, with through our, through our channels. I think that's a really, a really easy way Startup Calgary is part of Calgary Economic Development. They have their finger on the pulse in terms of what's, you know, who are the cool entrepreneurs and startups in yeah, this community. Yeah, they're doing some great stuff over there. They're I'm, very, I'm a big you fan. know, and they're big very fan. community events based. So I think that's a great one. And then we have a lot of partners in the community doing a lot of cool stuff too, right? Platform Calgary is a great one. Um, events like Inventures that is put on every year by Alberta Innovates. You know, that's a great collision of ideas and people across many different industries. Um, I think those would be great ways to kind of get connected. And I would also say, uh, stepping outside of your comfort zones. Very easy. Uh, Let's say yes. you've worked in oil and gas. You go to all the oil and gas events. You know, maybe something pops up. There's a meetup on, you know, artificial intelligence. And you're kind of like, I'm just curious. Like there's people, like we talked about, are happy to to meet with you and collaborate and share ideas if you just, you, you're you're curious, right? So I think going into into some of those circles that are a little outside of your usual bubble. Don't go to the same important. events and hang out with the same people if you exactly. want to get a different perspective. Yeah, and for me, I know meetups have been a great way to do that. You know, they're low low or no cost. You show up in the evening, you have a beer, you get to, you just ask a lot of questions. I think that's a great way to do it. Being well, being curious, I think, is a foundation for so much. Whenever there's, yes. like, in the world, I think the, not only the world we're in now, but the world that we're all living in, there's so much change and so many new mm-hmm. things coming. If you're not curious about it, it can really overwhelm you pretty quick. Right, and you don't know what you don't know. So you got to start asking questions and, and broaden and your it, circle and, and of it's, influence. And, and by the way, it's okay not to know yes this i need to have all the answers and from that it's perspective okay not to know yes yeah. if you were going to pick two this wasn't on the this wasn't on the, the pre-note yep. so i'm throwing this at you a little bit in the spirit of collisions if you're going to pick two industries mm-hmm. that can learn from each other can benefit from each other and we were going to bang them together mm-hmm. which two industries would you pick oh well i actually think every industry could probably learn from each other so <laughs> I, 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 I the agree. list is long okay. one's the top, two, top, top of two. mind probably would be life sciences and and agriculture. Ah, okay. You know, there's a lot happening around biotech that it is very um, valuable to both sectors. So we're seeing a lot of collaboration. And I know that in the office, we focus on those two sectors and those portfolios overlap regularly. Um, agriculture, agriculture is a cool one because I think that what they're doing, um, you know, there's a lot of overlap with energy as well. You think about, you know, yes. water technologies um, and value add. We talk a lot about how do we produce more uh, value-added products, whether it's in agriculture or energy in this province, instead of shipping out raw materials and buying back products. I think that's huge. So I would say, yeah, ag is a cool one. It kind of, it's a good um, enabler, I think, for a lot of other industries. There's a great event in Calgary called Convergex that talks a lot about aerospace and defense with energy, Yes. another industry, you know, and it's just, it's kind of funny when you hear the actual stories about companies saying, we're going to go and develop this technology for, you know, remote worker safety. And it's like, well, you're going to do that right now, but energy's been doing it for 30 years. Like, why don't you just collaborate and borrow by partner on a technology so that idea of of colliding ideas and industries I think is well it's a great way to de-risk because you know I know especially the oil and gas I've had someone talk about the oil and gas sector and it's so there's such the large capital intense projects failing forward isn't really their philosophy it's like how do Mm -hmm. we de-risk this thing where when you talk about technology most of it is you're going to fail the majority of the time to learn how do you go and go well you know ag has de-risked this 10 years ago so it's actually you're not really risking it and it's so interesting we stay on our own little islands and don't think there's anything to learn and that's a real limiting belief structure and you could really you know shorten your time to market if you're just going to say this technology already exists and maybe you know I love the stories when that technology company potentially they're like well I've only ever you know sold my tech to ag and an energy company says you know I think that technology would actually be really good for us 
but you need to get those people in the room to even know that that problem exists in another industry that you maybe haven't uh, considered ba- back an application to, Back to what, what are the shared problems. Yes. And that's so interesting because we do stay in our own little bubbles, but that's, yeah. that's no longer acceptable. In this case, we don't want to stay in our lane. We want to no, we, yeah, we go t- into t- other people's t- t- It's funny. All those rules you learned over here, forget about that. <laughs> you need to get a little bit messier yeah. and, and kind of move around. But when get, it comes to transformation out. and technology and, and innovation, I think the best thing you can do is get out of your lane and, and really start being curious about what, what's shared problems and solutions that could be applied in, in multiple arenas. So, and I've heard this joke applied different ways, but never waste a good downturn. Yes. Because if it's an opportunity to learn and think about things differently, then get, get yeah. off your, get off your ass, get off your butt and yeah, exactly. It's definitely a prod. Yeah. Cause exactly tenor, Hey, change. we all know we, we learn more from the tough times than we do. And, and I'm absolutely with you. The future mm-hmm. of Calgary is fantastic. The mm-hmm. quality of life here, you cannot mm-hmm. compare it to any, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up back East people are like, Oh, you can move to, back to Toronto, you move to Montreal. I'm like, I fell in love with Calgary. Like I moved here 20 years ago mm-hmm. and about 10 years ago, I was back in Montreal and I looked around and go, Nope, I'm not from here anymore. I'm from Calgary now. Mm. And, you know, things were booming and it was great. But just when things are not going well, it's not a reason to, to pull anchor and go. Yes. It's to actually, I believe it's like dig in and paddle a little bit harder. <laughs> I was just uh, watching a, a news story about energy companies moving to the U.S. and they were interviewing companies. Yes. And they, you know, talking about in some ways that industry has some things going for it that is more challenging at home and why they've relocated their selves or their companies growing more in the U.S., but the last question the reporter asked was, you know, well, what, what's the downside of living in the U.S., in Houston? Like, what's, what's not good? And they said, it's not Calgary. Yes. Right? And it, and it just, that simple sentiment for me resonated so much because you know if you're from the city, it's just, it's, it's, not, it's not here. And, and, you know, even if they're there for great economic and career opportunities, they, obviously that person's heart was still in Calgary and... You can't it can't be replicated. No, that's a very nice way to wrap. I'm going to pick up. You just put a very nice bow on this conversation, uh, Megan. Thank you so much for your candor today, your honesty, and clearly your passion for Calgary because that is exactly what we need. Yes, all these economic indicators are great, but it's passionate people that create change, mm-hmm. and then all the stuff comes afterwards. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you if they want to reach out? I'm really active on LinkedIn, so that's a great way. I love to connect with people on LinkedIn, um, and then as well through my Calgary Economic Development uh, email, which is on the website. So happy to happy to talk to people. Always love referrals or introductions to companies that need our help and want want to understand why they should grow or relocate their their business to Calgary. That's my favorite question, and I can talk all day about it. So fantastic! In the spirit of collisions, please anyone who's listening, reach out. This was a wonderful conversation today. Awesome. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thanks, Tyler. Bye.